The following is a production of WEGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Lives. Welcome to another edition of the Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and WEGLFM.com. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard, still from my bunker, and joining me on today's show is Davis Carroll, Alex Houston, and Jack Hart. Davis, we'll start with you. Yeah, shake, you know, sh- you know, shake awake. We gotta go. All right. How you feeling this morning? Tired. Tired. Yeah. What can What can I do to wake you up? I don't know. There's really unless I like get up early eat some breakfast get some caffeine maybe take a shower if i wake up earlier but i woke up five minutes before this so i need you i need you to wake up so if you need to do some like jumping jacks or something i need you to go ahead and I'm do not, it while i'm not doing jumping jacks i need you to go ahead and do that while i'm introducing everybody else alex hello from guantanamo bay how are you doing it's not <laughs> i mean i'm doing pretty good doing pretty good. excited to get it this weekend of some more sports you know Last weekend, I think I took it a bit for granted, but now realizing that's all back, I mean, every weekend is going to be very, very exciting. Every weekend is going to be exciting. And Jack, Jack, how are you doing this fine morning? Hey, good morning, Jared. I'm doing well. Um, A little upset when it rained all day yesterday. Looks like it's clearing up a little bit today, so still a bit overcast if I'm going to give you my, my Hillman weather report, but I have nowhere to be, so not too bad. Yeah, uh, the that Hurricane Sally, I said Sandy yesterday, Hurricane Sally uh, coming through, dropped a lot of rain. It looks like there's not going to be any immediate rain in the forecast. It's going to be cloudy. It may sprinkle here and there. It may have a, a little bit of a, a system form. But other than that, it seems that uh, I, I, I want to say the worst has passed, but you never know these days. I know a lot of yeah. flooding happened, though. So hopefully... Uh, that's uh good and ready to go especially we don't want to dampen what's going to happen this weekend for college football in the south uh on today's show continue to talk about the big 10 their return to pac 12 uh they've released a statement uh i believe it's it's the mac they're also releasing a statement they they want to play too uh baseball actually yeah i think the mac is trying to come back hold up i think pretty much everybody i think even the mountain west said something Everybody's trying to come back. Uh, it's the return of the Mac, Alex. Yeah, here we go. I mean, I'm ready for some action, but I just didn't think it was actually going to. MLB Baseball, NBA, uh, all NBA selections, and the fall of the Clippers because that whole system is just exploding right now. And then we get an NFL pick and college football pick later in the show. It's going to be a doozy. So Okay, so... Um... Just time out. I just Googled it. So the Mountain West said they're returning as early as possible, whatever that means for them. Late and the October. Mac said, the Mac said still spring. The Mac is going to hold out and be stubborn for better or for worse. That's what they're going to do. So 
Oh yeah, I'll I'll see what happens in a week. I was about to say the after what the Big Ten did at this point, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the first big news: we'll stay in college football. The Big Ten's coming back. That's all fine and dandy. We talked about that. They're having what looks to be an eight-game season plus one, and that plus one is uh, some sort of cool system where uh, you look at the two sides of the division. And one plays one, two plays two, three plays three, etc. So that seems pretty cool. Uh, the Big Ten, you know, doing daily rapid testing. Uh, no fans in the stadiums other than like family members. Uh, so the Big Ten's coming back. That's old. That's old news right now. What the big news is now is the Pac-12. I know that uh, yesterday UC uh, USC players petitioned, not petitioned, wrote uh, Governor Gavin Newsom of California saying, hey. We want to play football. And then after that, it was, uh, I believe, that Oregon and uh, USC uh, pretty much was talking to their governors and pretty much found out that as long as their state governors or the state themselves allowed them to play football and give them the okay, the go-ahead, then they could start getting together and start practicing uh, soon. Uh, so that's just a little bit of movement on the Pac-12 front, but not a lot. Uh, kind of saw it coming. It feels like the Pac-10, or the Pac-10, that's old news. It feels like the Pac-12 follows the Big Ten's movements, it feels like, sometimes. Uh, yeah, so... I think this one is even more chaotic just because they're trying to save face because, you know, they wrote Newsom, as you said, and then Newsom yesterday was like, there's nothing preventing the Pac-12 from restarting even though California's official guidelines prevent teams from gathering in groups of more than 12 which you know there's 53 people on a roster so not really sure how that's supposed to work but I'm I would imagine the Pac-12 is going to have a more difficult time getting back than the Big Ten yeah uh, in an article on ESPN uh, it's pretty much that uh, I mean they gave them the okay like you can do this I'm pretty sure a lot of communications muddied and not one-to-one. And that's why there's probably a little bit of confusion, as there always is, between governments and schools and, and things like yeah. that when dealing with this pandemic. We've seen that. Uh, but, I mean, that is that is good to hear that, hey, we're giving the okay to do this. Uh, now it's the question of, well, okay, you got Oregon and the state of California. And between the Pac-12, that's how many schools? At least five? Of your school? That's six. Six? The California Four and then Oregon and Oregon State. So there, there's half your conference right there. Yeah. I would not be surprised if the six teams there were forced to play their games elsewhere. I don't know where, Ooh, you but mean I think like, they'd have to go out of state. You mean like, a, you mean like some sort of a bubble in Vegas? Not necessarily. I mean, I mean, it'll be hard. It'll be it'll be hard to play in the Raiders Stadium when the Raiders are playing there every other week. But yeah, exactly. Like, Vegas um, I mean, I don't really, I don't know where I mean, they would, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had to, um, to just basically change I mean, where they I, are. I said the- Vegas has a joke, but what UNLV. Their old stadium. I, I assume it's still standing somewhere. Yeah, it is. I mean, you could use, then, you could use that easily. I mean, if if 
for the Oregon teams, if Boise isn't playing, I know that Boise's a good three-hour drive away, and that's just a free stadium and a good stadium at that. So, that, of course, I, that all. And I guess that could help out the Boise State because maybe those schools pay a little bit of money to play there or the Pac-12 exactly. helps them out. I know Boise State's bleeding a little bit of money uh, because they're not, they're not playing right now, and that kind of hurts them. So that wouldn't be a bad idea for Boise State to say, hey, we'll lease this out to you for the season. Just give us a little bit of cash so we can you know, scrape by. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see. I feel like, you know, they've got a lot of decisions to make, but they got to make them quickly because they've only got so much time before they can actually, you know. I mean, Ohio State's already going to be playing from behind, essentially, and trying to catch up to everybody else's schedule. So the SEC and ACC don't leave them behind. So, Or Big 12 as well. So it, it seems like the consensus probably between all of us is that every major conference is going to make a comeback. The Big Ten we know, the Pac-12 is going is going to eventually, right? Yeah, I think the negative response to their initial canceling definitely hurt them. And then the fact that, again, all these schools have not blown up with, you know, within the teams at least. They have not had, you know, massive coronavirus outbreaks on the team. And once they haven't been able to contain. Like, Auburn even had one, and then they handled it relatively well. So, I think that sort of set an example for the rest of them. Again, I don't know what's going on with all the teams across the country, because I know Virginia Tech and Virginia kind of just disappeared for a time. But Their game this weekend is canceled because of a small outbreak. So, there are a number of games that are canceled this weekend because of a little really? bit of outbreaks. Uh, I'll say a number. I think it's like, excuse me, I think it's like three. I, I know wow. the, the the first one that popped up on everybody's radar was the uh, Army-BYU game. Uh, that game got canceled? That game got postponed. I, I'm using the wrong word. I say canceled, postponed, uh, because of a couple of positive tests. And then Virginia, Virginia Tech was postponed because of a couple of positive tests. And I want to say one more game. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who it was. Houston-Memphis is postponed, and I think it's because of positive tests as well. But I think they, they postponed, like, maybe, like, two weeks ago. Uh, Houston-Memphis hmm. uh, has has been postponed. The decision was made a day after Memphis possible activities because of issues related to COVID-19. So Memphis had to postpone their game because of some COVID outbreaks as well. Uh, so that game was also postponed due to the virus. So we are, although we are still playing a lot of games, there are a number of them being postponed because of the virus and outbreaks on teams. So we we are starting to see, at least after the first two weeks, a couple of, uh, I say side effects. I feel like that's downplaying it. We are seeing a couple of ramifications of yeah. some schools not implementing enough features or maybe they rush back into it too quick. Or maybe uh, they got to keep a better eye on these athletes and make sure they're not getting on a party bus, which I, I forget which school did that, but that's pretty much what happened at one school. All the football players won a football game, got onto a party bus, and everybody and like a good number of people got infected. So we got to watch out for that. Did you see um, some columnist with, with the... Don't say USA Today. Yeah, that lady. Uh, are we going down this road? We don't have to. I'm just I. We don't have to. Jack Davis. Well, Jack, I know you know what that what that's all about. Davis it's about it. Um, I I think I think Hillman's more of an expert on it than me. So I'd yeah. rather I'd rather 
his his two why, cents. Why is out. he an expert on it necessarily? Why well, he he probably read it for one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least reading the tweet by itself, and I guess I we mentioned it, so I guess I have to like bring it up now. Uh, let, let me see. Well, let me I apologize for mentioning it then. No, no, no. I just when you when you, when you said that, I knew where it was going, so yeah. it kind of it kind of got me. Uh, let me see if I can find her original tweet. Uh, so I would say there's two tweets that that stand out. Uh, that she said. So this is Christine Brennan. She is, um. Uh, USA Today column, uh, columnist uh, pretty much she's been on CNN, ABC News, PBS, NPR I mean she's pretty well known I mean, we have 40, 42,000 followers I mean that's that's pretty good I'm not going to lie right? Uh, so she put out a tweet two different tweets with uh, connecting to the same article and her first tweet it said rapid test for football players but not for the elderly in Ann Arbor or Columbus or Evanston or for the children and teachers in Bloomington or New Brunswick or Minneapolis or for students uh, paying for the education in East Lansing or Madison or College Park. Obviously, all those Big Ten related. And then probably the tweet that everybody knows about is, and this, this is, break yourself because it's coming out of left field. Uh, four of the worst sex abuse scandals in U.S. history, Jason Dusky at Penn State, Larry Nassar at Michigan State, Richard Strauss at Ohio State, Robert Anderson at Michigan, all that evil, all on Big Ten campuses, chilling today is about an awful conference-wide sports decision. This is stemming from the Big Ten deciding to go ahead with the fall football season. Okay, well... I would say it's important to mention that she tweeted that in response to people who were blowing up her Twitter with saying, how is this the darkest day in Big Ten history when insert blank? And Sandusky is the guy they mentioned often because I'm not sure if anybody will ever forget the day that all of that came out of Penn State and Penn State was about an inch away from the death penalty. So she said that in response, but it, it was bold. I'll say that. It was bold. That's probably the best word I can use. It's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the article right now and this quote pops out, uh, pretty much where, where do I even begin with this? Then came Wednesday, the darkest day in big 10 sports history. The day the vaunted conference caved, it choked, it got scared. It became the SEC. That one hurts. Which Damn. of course that 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 is that boils down to the simple bias that there is within both conferences, where the Big Ten has and most conferences outside of the South have always believed they are just vastly superior in every way, shape, and form to the SEC, one way or another. And that's not what everybody thinks. That's what a select group of people within the conference think. And I think she's one of those people making that because she made that statement. I mean, the vaunted Big Ten, as if it's some, um, you know, greater than the rest, holier than thou conference. Stooping to the uh, level of the pathetic SEC is basically what. <laughs> I will say this here's here's another paragraph. I think that can kind of sum up uh, the the thought of this very well. She said, as proof, one only had to look at the conference prudent August decision to shut down fall sports in the midst of the global pandemic. It was only natural that the Big Ten would follow the Ivy League, and that the Pac-12 would follow the Big Ten. It was a tough decision 
heartbreaking costly but it was the right one she continues to say that's a big 10 for you concerned about science medicine and safety let the football factories of the sec big 12 and acc in in parentheses clemson's playground so shot at the acc on that one i like that at least uh continue playing the big 10 was doing the big 10 was doing the right thing looking out for student athletes treating them almost no differently than the student body at large and that was all that mattered so i can't argue with that statement I, the big 10 i believe did the right thing and it's you know they were looking out for their student athletes as students first and not athletes or you know workers second or first uh then i'll, I'll never fault anybody for doing that so it looks like she's really uh i don't say i don't use the word upset but uh she was really um hmm what's the right word for this she was really in the mindset that the big 10 was looking out for the safety of the players but now it's they're going for i don't want to say the money but i would say that it is important to look at this issue within the context of everything that happened rather than just look at the issue as blanket as she did because i mean she didn't take into account i think the fact that head coach of ohio state the premier of the big 10 she talked about the vaunted big 10 i mean ohio state is the big 10 they have run the conference for years they basically represent the conference every year i mean sure the big 10 and the ivy league have the same amount of college football playoff wins since 2016 we won't get into that right now but i would say that she forgot to mention the fact that ryan day basically waged a one-man war against the entire conference and basically called out every member of the conference leadership which put the conference in a tough spot i mean I'm not going to pretend I know what the right decision was because I don't because again, I'm not in charge of a conference nor do I understand even really close to what it's like, but they were put in a very tough spot when all, most of their top universities basically said they wanted to play. And now that the players have an option to opt out, the players have an option to retain that year of eligibility to the next year. There's little to really have for the whole, the players are being forced into this because you know, We've seen schools like the SEC, the school that only thinks about, you know, money is or whatever she said. We've seen players opt out and, you know, there hadn't been any ramifications. LSU is not, you know, called out Jamar Chase for opting out or Georgia calling out um, the Wake Forest quarterback whose name I'm totally forgetting. What was it? Amy. Right. Like, with that option presented – it makes it a bit more complex of an issue than I think she may have presented it as, if that makes any sense. It makes sense. I just think it's a bit more complicated. Dave Schling, you got something to say. I don't have anything to say. What are you doing then? I, I think I'm he, sitting here. I, I think I think he wants to steer away from it, which I, I totally understand. I don't know. I don't I I'm barely listening. I'm still trying to stay awake. That hot chocolate didn't help. Oh well. I'll be well, awake in a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll deviate from college football until we get back to, to pick them later on. Let's go over to Major League Baseball right quick. Uh, pretty much the, the biggest news of yesterday is that the first team clinched a playoff spot officially. It was the LA Dodgers. So go Dodgers, go. They're on top of the world right now. I had totally missed it. You said MLB, and I thought you were talking about like the NFL, and I was like, what on earth? I don't know what was going on. I need yeah. I need everybody to wake up right now. Everybody. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
Just take a shot of something. I don't care what it is. If it's illegal, do it off camera. Just take a shot of something. It didn't work, Jared. I tried. My hot chocolate was to no avail. That's all I got. You put a little special something in there. Uh, Major League Baseball. uh, Nothing new pretty much coming out of it other than the Dodgers clinching. Uh, The races are still pretty much locked in one-to-one. that's pretty much all I have for Major League Baseball. There, there hasn't been really anything that happened in the last 24 hours other than yeah, that. Pretty, pretty exciting matchups. You had um, Baltimore defeating the Braves 5-1. to one. Washington beat Tampa Bay in extras 4-2. to two. Oakland finally gets to play a game in Colorado 3-1. to one. The Dodgers uh, defeat the Padres 7-5 to five to clinch, like you mentioned. The Cardinals double up on the Milwaukee Brewers four to two. The Marlins beat the Red Sox eight to four. Cincinnati blanks Pittsburgh one to nothing. New York Mets on top of the Phillies five four. New York Yankees have another offensive explosion thirteen to two over those Blue Jays. Kansas City blanks Detroit four nothing. Minnesota beats Chicago five to one. Texas over Houston one nothing. And then on the double header, you had uh, St. Louis lose to Milwaukee six to nothing. World Series rematch: Chicago beats Cleveland the three to two. Arizona on top of the Angels nine to six. And then your final game last night was the San Francisco Giants beating the Seattle Mariners with a score of nine to three. So races mm-hmm. are heating up, and let's talk about another offensive explosion from the Yankees. I think. One of the one of the home runs that was hit last night was was hit on a pitch with a with a velocity of forty five point three miles an hour, and it was absolutely launched into the upper deck. So, do the Yankees have their groove back? Wait, time out. Did you say the pitch went forty five miles per hour? Forty five miles an hour. What, so did, did the pitcher like trip? Did he throw an Ephus pitch or something? <laughs> like what happened? It looks like underhand. It looks like when you're playing catch, like with, with your with your with your cousin, at like a family function. Well, I beam that stuff at him, bro. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't toss it. Jared's out here playing baseball with a toddler, just hitting him square in the head every time. Yeah, I do. Jared, I'm ruthless. They gotta learn these streets eventually. And it's gonna be for me. I found a video of it. It's in the Zoom chat right now. You guys can see. Uh, I look forward to it because that is. I must say, Jared, I respect you doing the double take because I had to as well. I was not really sure what I had heard because that was... Oh, I knew what I heard. I just need to get confirmation on it again. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It was like, didn't seem to make much sense. Uh, I just want to say that those Yankees, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Carter about this later. Those Yankees have won seven straight now and they're three and a half back of those Rays. Or they're three games back of those Rays. They've won seven straight? They've won seven straight. Nice. And... I know home and away records aren't going to mean much when it comes to postseason, but the fact that the Yankees are twenty and seven at home and eight and fourteen on the road, they're like the, they're like the Sixers. I was going to say they're putting up baseball. those Sixers numbers. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, can you enable the chat? Can I enable the chat? I didn't know. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I turned that off. Come well, on, Jared. Chat disabled. It might be by default. Uh, I have no idea how to enable that. All right. Well, that's okay. Well, that's disappointing. Uh, 
Oh, Jared, how the Cardinals oh, doing? There you go. I enabled right. it now. So, how the Cardinals doing? doing? The Cardinals, yeah. every time the Cardinals have a doubleheader, I promise you that they split that doubleheader. They'll never win a they'll never win a doubleheader. They'll never sweep one. They'll always split it. I mean, this team is the definition of average. If they win one day, they're gonna lose the next day for whatever reason it might be. I mean, they're let's see, what their record is they're twenty two and twenty three. They're eleven eleven at home, eleven and twelve on the road. Uh, they've scored 192 runs, given up 185. They've lost four of the last ten. I mean, it's a team that cannot get hot no matter what happens. That's fair. Also, I did mean, you watch the video? Because, oh my. I don't want to watch the video right now. Well, I can't because then everybody else will see the video too. So. Yeah. That's a good point. But that's pretty much all I have for Major League Baseball. We can go into the NBA. We can talk about the demise of the Clippers. First of all, yeah. hold up. A quick look at your uh, your pennant chases. I think it's important to note. Uh, Rays still on top of the AL East. Yankees three games back. Blue Jays four and a half games back. So that we could see three teams from the AL East getting in. Uh, in the Central, your number one seeded White Sox right now, 32 and 17, best record in the American League. The Twins are two game back. I think the Indians, the only other team in striking distance there, they are six games back with a record of 26 and 23. And then out west, you have the Oakland Athletics, who if they can finally get to play a game between their stadium being on fire and their team having COVID-19, they have a 31 and 19 record with the Astros a fairly distant six and a half games back. So the Mariners have a little bit of work to do if they want to make it to the postseason for the first time since 2001 eight and a half games back of the athletics in the national league out west you have as we mentioned the first team to clinch no big surprise there as the dodgers have won the nl west i think for the past 10 years at this point uh 35 and 15 record are the dodgers in the chavez ravine padres and uh Tadis jr the presumptive mvp favorite this this season 32 and 19 record three and a half games back there the Giants, a distant, distant 10 games back of the Dodgers. So maybe no Giants postseason. But it, we could see a Giants-Dodgers round one matchup if the Giants find their way in the eighth seed. Well, in the central, you have the Cubs on top, 30-20 and 20 record. The Reds, a surprising second-place team with the Cardinals tied with them, both of those guys five and a half games back. And then, of course, we have the local Braves in the AL or the NL East rather 29 and 21 with the Marlins surprisingly two and a half games back and the Phillies not far behind them just four championship hangover perhaps but the Washington Nationals are nine and a half games out of first place in the East with an abysmal 18 and 29 record well wait so the Giants when is the Giants like miracle runs usually happen? Are they odd or even years? I thought it was odd. They are even years. They were twenty ten, twenty fourteen. Okay, so twenty. I mean twenty twenty. I mean, hey, never count out the Giants. But uh, I guess it does it for MLB news. We can move on to NBA right quick. NBA, oh, all NBA selections, and oh, breaking boy. down what's going down in Game Two tonight. Uh, so all NBA teams, it was. I'm trying to see if I can get it off the top of my head. All NBA teams was LeBron James, 
uh, Anthony Davis, Luca, James Harden, and I, Kawhi. Was he the fifth one? Giannis. Giannis. Why did I forget Giannis? I think Kawhi was second team. But that was your NBA uh, All NBA first team. Uh, shout out to my boy Luca doing the maths proud. Uh, shout out to your boy Giannis who. At least he's gonna win something, you know, right, Davis? He oh said my. he's ready. He's excited for next year, so we're gonna win it next year. Okay, whatever you want to. I mean, you, whatever you want to tell yourself. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? Davis did not just say, "Hey, I'm excited." Davis said, "We're gonna win it next year." Yeah, I did, Alex. I can't be confident in my team. Oh my! I mean, Lord. okay, Davis, Davis. I mean, you know, Alex, you back- said the Mavs are gonna get Giannis. If you can say that, I can say we're gonna I didn't win the say championship. The Mavs are gonna get no, no, Giannis. No, no, I said, no, no, if no, the Mavs no, get Giannis. I, I, Nope. He's we made a now. bet about this. He's a we made a now. bet about this, Alex. And I'm not going to lose anything if he doesn't go there, but you will lose, you know, a section of your arm. Right there. Exactly. But, all right, no, there's, there's there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just I just, I'm just saying. If I was out here saying, hey, Washington's going to make the playoffs, you'd be on my neck. That's, that's completely and utterly dumb. At least we have precedent for it. Before you guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. before you what guys, championship what championship do you have precedent for it? Making the playoffs, excuse you. Okay, so before you guys get any more into this argument, I just want to mention second and third team because they deserve praise okay. too. Right, Chris right. Paul, Dame Leonard, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Jokic. That's uh, all NBA second team. And then Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and Rudy Gobert was uh, uh, third team. Guys like you know Steph, Kyrie, KD, they Bradley went Beal, Brad. Oh my okay. god, Kyrie yeah. and KD didn't play enough to make it. Did, KD didn't play at did, all. Did you guys notice what happened with Chris Middleton and his votes? Yeah, he had or he had more votes than Ben Simmons, and he didn't even make it on. And it's because he was split between two position groups. Yeah, shooting oh guard. He's Lord. a small forward, but he he technically does play both. However, did. Did y'all see that stat on uh, Beal where he, the only other people to average, what, 30 and 6 on that total shooting percentage were what? Jordan and Kobe and somebody say, else. Like what, Jordan, Kobe, and like what, maybe LeBron or something like that? Harden. Harden, Let me yeah. see. Um, when you say 30 and 6, you mean 30 points, 6, six assists? 6 assists. On what percentage shooting? Like 40, 40, 45? I um, around there. Doesn't Oh, there are only other two players to put up thirty points a game, four rebounds, and six assists per game were LeBron and Michael Jordan. Sounds about right. Apparently. And, and Bradley Beal, apparently. How how on earth did he not make the all the all NBA team over Russell Westbrook? You wanna you wanna know why? Bradley why? Beal is not a household name. It's true. It's no, true. that's true, but it's still it doesn't the make fact, any the fact that you the fact that you bring up his name and I I, I, so I have to think for like three seconds to remember where he's at says a lot it's one of my Washington. favorites I love Bradley yeah Bill. I know he's at Washington I remember when Bradley Bill dropped 50 games and back to back games and still lost both of those games yeah that's because Washington's terrible outside of him and Rui Hachimura but and when they yeah. get John Wall back I don't know man and John Wall takes one step off the bench and tears, tears his Achilles again I mean, John John Wall. I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen John Wall in like ten years. It's because you probably haven't. I mean, r- really. I feel like John Wall when he comes back, he's gonna be that. He's gonna be that long distant relative that you see at the cookout, and you're like, bro, where you been at? And then you find out he was in jail. You're like, oh. 
The sad thing is that Jared, I think just not. I, I've never, I've never been to a cookout personally, so I'm not sure if I can relate to that. You never been to a cookout? Are you from Mobile? Have, we don't have like cookouts and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, but it's not like a family thing. Davis had that whole argument between cookout and barbecue just to it's say he's never been to one. Oh, don't bring, the, don't bring that back up. I, I don't want to get into a discussion about what barbecue is. Okay. I we had that. Jacob put up the poll. He played himself. That's the end of the story. I know. I know. Uh, Jack. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna get started. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. What? Are you gonna? Were you gonna? I was ask gonna him? ask Jack. I don't know. No. If he's there let Jack, it. Let it burn. He, he was there for that show, right? Was he? No. No. I was in my bed and was angry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's, let's hear his thoughts. He was angry about it. Oh my gosh! What? Thoughts on the issue are public. If you want to know them, you can find them on my Twitter. Well, there you go. There's a statement. To be quite honest, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret of mine. Uh oh. I don't even remember my stance. I just know it was opposite of what the popular opinion was in the studio. It was me and you oh, said barbecue was an acceptable uh, phrase for having a group of people cooking. And Alex and Jacob were completely appalled by us and wanted us to throw us in jail. Or to Alex's dorm, excuse me. Uh, okay, NBA games tonight. I say games, NBA games tonight. At 7 Eastern, 6 Central, it is game two of the Heat versus Celtics. Celtics are a two-and-a-half point favorite. I mean, we, we saw what happened in game one, overtime thriller. Jimmy Buckets still getting buckets. The Celtics just running out of steam at the very end. Uh, Kemba needs to find a way to come back I guess and be the cardiac Kimba that we know he could, what did he contribute for that game I mean points, po- like points wise I think he scored 19 but he shot like 4 of 19 from the field or Let's 6 see. of 19 from um, the field Kimba with a good 19 points 6 of 19 from the field 1 of 9 from 3 yeah now this is all added by the fact that he's also a terrible defender so he really doesn't add much Goran Dragic had 29 points so again Kimba really, I mean, if he doesn't shoot on offense, he's essentially useless, but that's beside the point. Or so maybe they, not useless. So there you go. If you want to know what Kimba did, he scored more points uh, than he usually than he has been in the past couple of games. That's true. But, but still, I mean, that, it's that, still. That shooting percentage. The fact that, you know, these games have been close, so he's clearly the difference. You know, if he doesn't play as terribly, they win most of these close games that he's played I mean, so bad. Look at the shooting percentage between the Heat and the Celtics. The Heat shot like I believe like forty-seven percent, while the Celtics shot thirty-five percent. And the Celtics shot like the ball I believe like twenty more times than they did. Uh, Jared, I'm afraid I'm afraid that's incorrect. Wait, did I get that backwards? No, you, you just got all of it wrong. Uh, what do you mean? I mean the the Heat shot forty-seven percent, and the Celtics shot forty-four percent. The Celtics shot three more times than the Heat. Now, I don't the Celtics did shoot 35% from three compared to the Heat 44. Oh, so but, I, just got, I just got my numbers mixed up. That's all that was. Harry mm, was reading from the Soviet Union Bureau of Labor Statistics. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> an honest mistake. It happens, I'll have that pulled you know? up too. It happens. 
Yeah. You could be th- honestly, you could be thinking of the Denver LA I mean, game. It's just like that time where we found out that Kentucky and the Soviet Union uh had a series against each other. And Kentucky That's... was up three to two on them. And they happened to beat them the last year the Soviet Union was a thing, so we contributed. So yeah, Kentucky ended communism. <laughs> yeah. Which ended communism first? Uh Kentucky or Chernobyl? I'm gonna go with Kentucky. I mean, I'm gonna say Kentucky. That's an American yeah. story. We had Miracle <laughs> on Ice. And now we have Kentucky taking down the Soviet Union. They make how that is that not? How is that not taught in schools? Uh, I mean, I really, I really gotta know. I don't know. If, I, I, I mean, you guys had, you know, Birmingham and Mobile public education. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, it sucked. They didn't teach us anything. Oh, you ever had Booney's Smith Station education? All right. Did I ever tell you the story about the one time I had to go to math class, but in order to get to it, I had to walk around a hole that was in the second floor of the of the, of the building. Did anybody <laughs> fall through it? No. They I put wish. a they put a cone up though. <laughs> I represent every day. All these stories you hear about Smith Station, I represent. Okay. You don't so, represent well. I, I no, they don't. So I don't want to hear anything right now about right. lack right. of education. That's good. That's good. The things that I had to learn on my own. Are you kidding me? Hey, Matt, let's all agree that Alabama sucks for public education. Oh, yes, definitely, but... Collectively, we're all in agreement that they didn't teach us anything important. They taught me... They taught me... Actually, I don't know what they taught me. Uh, Let's go back to what we were talking about. Game two. Heat, Celtics. Uh, Who you got in this game? Davis, we'll start with you. Heat. Yeah, I'm going to take the Heat in five. Six. Actually, you know what? Yeah, they're not. They're not going to win in five. I think seven's a viable option too. I'm gonna say six though because I really like. Kemba's oh. going to show up at some point, but by that point, no, it might not. be too late. No, he's I, not. I was more just talking about the game tonight because yeah, we already we already tonight. we already gave our number of games pick. Well, uh, Alex had ago. to mention Heat in five for some reason, so I did check. Oh no, I don't know. I'm sorry. I had to check him for you, Jared. Jack, how about sorry. you? Who do you have in tonight's game? Do the Heat keep it rolling, or do the Celtics bounce back? I think the Celtics get get one back tonight. Um, I do not think the Celtics win the series, but I do think they get one back tonight. Maybe learn from the mistakes they made in Game One. Um, I mean, the Heat the Heat played their hearts out in Game One, so it'll be it'll be difficult to maintain that level of success. I think that this this series, while I it, it's still going to remain competitive unless the Heat can pull out a victory tonight. I'd, I, I really think this is a this is a must win game for the Celtics. They cannot get down two games to nothing on a, on a team that I think has much more talent than them on the floor. Yeah, if the if the Celtics get down, if they lose tonight's game, they get down two zero. I mean, I'm putting sweep on the table at that point because yeah, they they ain't no Nuggets. I, I don't think they're no Nuggets. Okay, but when you get down two zero, I mean that's just that's demoralizing. Because that means if we don't win Game Three, that series is pretty much over. I mean, that's yeah. that's putting your back up against the wall immediately. They need Game Two. I'm still sticking with Celtics in Seven because you know I go down with the ship, right? But they what should I know, they should have won Game One. Yeah, they should have, and that was a missed opportunity. And I know from last year with the Bucks. I mean, once they got down, they just I mean it was just you know. A matter of time at that point. They just seem to have lost all will to continue, to be honest, during the middle of that series. So, they get down tonight, they could be in trouble. Why did they have to bring the Bucks like that? I'm going to act like you didn't, Alex. It was, I was talking about the Bucks versus the Celtics. 
What? Oh, you're talking about against the Celtics? Yes, when the Bucks I th- beat I th- them. I thought, we were talking, I thought we were talking about the Bucks in general. Why on earth would I? That should be ridiculous. I mean, that I don't know. The worst. That would be ridiculous. I've ever heard. What? You would say that in a heartbeat, and you're acting like you wouldn't. Why would I? That Alex is playing coy right now. Oh, I would never say that about Davis's team. No, I mean, no. Okay, let me be clear. I would say the Bucks suck because they do, but no, there you go. I would not. I would not use the Bucks as some sort of senseless analogy. It's like, oh, the Celtics are going to be demoralized yeah, just like no, the Bucks were. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Senseless... I, feel like you, I feel like you would do that. <laughs> your senseless analogy is usually around trying to compare NASCAR to something. I don't remember what you even said yesterday, but it made my blood boil about NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. and, then you, and then when I do a quiz about what track they're going to next, I know you looked it up. I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did, Jared. Oh, it's that one. Oh, yeah. it's, oh it's it's Bristol. It just happens to be Bristol. <laughs> it is Bristol. Uh, is that it for the NBA? Or no, that's not it for the NBA. We still got one more thing. The Clippers are falling apart in front of everybody's eyes right now. I mean, the it's hilarious. The, the there are reports coming out about certain players uh, saying things about the locker room. I believe it, there was a in uh, the game. During a timeout, I believe it was between uh, PG thirteen and Harold, I believe, mm-hmm. where uh, they Maybe. got they got into a little bit of a an argument, and okay. uh, I'm trying to find the exact quote about uh, Montrez got on or PG got on or Montrez got on PG for throwing a bad pass, and then PG started yelling at him in the huddle, and then Montrez was just like, "You ain't you you can never be wrong, PG or something, something like that." Just a very condescending uh, thing to I mean, say. <laughs> he ain't wrong, you know, but there's a lot. I mean, I think the biggest concern to me was Paul George just like deflecting, saying, "Oh, it wasn't a you know win a championship this year team." And I'm like, "What do you mean? You're in your 30s. You're clearly not getting any better." So I'm not really sure what exactly that was supposed to mean when he said that. So that's great. I- I don't know. Mm. Hey, Davis, you want to do? You want to look at something fun? Yeah. So, because I have ESPN Plus, so I can look at some of these cool articles that they put out. I need to flex. ESPN put out an article, and here's the title. It said, "Chasing Giannis Antetokounmpo: How Eleven Teams Can Land the MVP." Oh my god, that's not fun. <laughs> that's just annoying. Davis, look. He literally has said he's staying. Okay, Dennis, I want you to be objective, okay? I am being objective. No, I'm no, using the quotes no, no, himself. No, no, no not, that, not that, not that. I want to ask you one question, okay? You love the Bucks, but you also love Giannis. That much is clear. He's on your phone case, yada, 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 whatnot. Wow, Chris Middleton makes $33 million next year. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. We can get that in one second. We can get that in one second. No, but no, Davis. shout out to my boy Chris Middleton. He getting the bank. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. It's ca- cash money. Crash. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But, Davis, as just a fan of Giannis, is it not in his best interest? No. To leave? No. He has a good team around him. He can win with Milwaukee. But that's not That's not what That's not what the best – a good team is not the best interest. He's literally going to get the Supermax in Milwaukee. He has a family here. He loves it here. And he has the best team here. Best team – he has a good team here. So, it is not in his best interest to go – run away and join the Lakers or the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors are 
would no, probably he, be a better team, no. but no, they wouldn't. Because then he'd be third fiddle. But he'd win a championship. Uh, I don't know. You don't know. You don't know that's true or not. You can't say that for sure. I mean, he took the eventual. What is it? They took uh, the eventual champion Raptors six game with Chris Middleton as his backup. Uh, he'd be. He'd most likely be playing center on that team. Can Can I mention the teams that ESPN says are in the running for Giannis? Can I guess? I'm just can saying with his skills. I mean, there, there, there are eleven of them. You want to try to guess half the NBA? I, I can guess them all. I can guess them. Uh, Heat, Raptors, Warriors, uh, Warriors. Lakers, Clippers. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. It's not like I was guessing them. Mavs, Lakers, Clippers. Jared is Clippers one. Uh, so many teams to go through. No, they're not. Ha, Alex. Wow. How many? I got six left. I don't know. I wasn't really keeping up. I was just kind of just scrolling through. Uh, whatever. Jared, I mean, the, the the teams that you're missing are you missed America's team, the Knicks. Oh my the, God. The, Knicks, the Knicks, you know, are projected to land everybody that comes into free agency. And have they let, they landed Julius Randle instead of KD last year? Uh, the Pelicans oh, are on what? there. They have cap that'd be, space. That'd be that'd be a terrible pickup. That's true, uh, but they have they have cap space. That's why. Here's something. Here, here's a here's a weird one. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Uh, the 76ers. Good for them. And probably the most fun one on this list, I believe. Giannis teaming up with Dame Tom. I almost said the Trailblazers. I saw I saw a projected trade from one of the Bucks page off. I was like, for CJ. Another player and then like three first round picks for Giannis or something like that or I saw one to the Nuggets it was MPG, MPJ Bobol, I think like Monte Morris and a few first round picks I mean look, I wouldn't take him I, I mean you don't trade away Giannis I get that but if I feel like Giannis is that kind of guy this is hypothetical I think this is a 0% chance of happening okay Giannis is the type of guy, if he is going to leave, he's going to say, hey, I want you to get something from me. Trade me, tra- is, yeah. tra- trade me to this team so you get something. So if he does say, you know what, I'm out, I'm going to leave, then I, you got to take those, what I assume will be 18 first-round draft picks that somebody's going to give you. Jacob, how are you doing Jacob? this morning? Yeah. Oh, what's up? Watching some golf, enjoying the U.S. Open. Uh, but do, you, do you have to talk quiet when you're watching golf too? Mainly because I'm in my living room and people are asleep. <laughs> so honestly, okay, that's, 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 that's the fair. reason. <laughs> watching golf here? Uh, Jacob, just give us – because look, I'm not knowledgeable in golf, okay? My golf experience is literally playing Wii Sports, the one time I went to Top Golf, and then playing putt-putt. That's pretty much it. And wow. I'm I I pretty much only won once out of those three, uh. So which one give, was that? You don't want to know. So give mm-hmm. so give me uh so give me what's going on at the U.S. Open. Well, Tiger Woods, he's obviously the guy everyone cares about. He's plus one. He's the guy I care about. But um, everyone kind of thought this course was going to play impossible. But right now there's an amateur that's minus three through eight. But he he might make a triple though. He's made three birdies in a row on holster at six through eight. Roy McIlroy's minus two, which is kind of scary because 
before he gets on, it might be over for everyone else. But we've got 15 guys under par, which is very unexpected because this week the rough has been not cut at all. It's like a foot tall. And um, there's all every week. We get the every week at the U.S. Open. We get the stupid videos of someone throwing a golf ball on the green and it rolling for 50 feet for half of half a minute, but obviously isn't affecting a lot of these guys. So I'm going to assume we'll that I understood every part of that. Well, I, it man, really is not that complicated. Yeah, I it's not that difficult. I mean, golf I, I, go, golf goes over my head like hockey does. Dude, well, you I, really I think, should like watch it. No, it's boring. Sorry, Jacob's gonna you, come through you, the screen and like attack. But, but you still have your stupid masters take that they put fans in the yeah, woods, not, because not, it's not true. spectators, not because spectators. It's true. They put fans in the woods that way Tiger Woods could win and they could rake in all the money that came with it. What? And you best believe, yes, Davis, believe. I don't, care. I don't understand what, should, what are fans in the woods having to do with Tiger Woods winning. Okay, I mean, so let, let's go back to the Masters, okay? So I can't remember. Who was the other guy that Tiger Woods was pretty much competing with down, down the Francisco Molinari and Brooks Kepka. So yep. pretty much, I, I don't remember which one of the two kept just... It was Molinari. Molinari. Okay, so Molinari, homeboy was doing great. But toward the end of the Masters, for some odd reason, he just kept hitting it into like roughs and hazards. It, it, looked, like he lost, it looked like he lost his mojo. But Tiger Woods, but Tiger Woods, he just kept going like it was nothing. So my theory is, is that there was big industrial fans they put oh in the my. woods. Oh, okay? fans! Yes, fans. I thought, you, I, I thought you were talking about like woo fans. I was no. like, that doesn't make sense. Big I mean, industrial okay. fans in the woods, and they turned it on when the other guys were going, but turned off for Tiger Woods. That that way, you know, they would mess up and he wouldn't, and that's why Tiger Woods won so, because they had to cash in on Tiger Woods winning the Masters. They needed the ratings, they needed the revenue, they needed it all. That's true. If there's if there's any if there's any sport that would rig it for their star, I feel like it would be them How? just because not the NBA. Oh no, How <laughs> Jacob is gonna like Jacob How is gonna rip y'all in. Please, no, J- please Jacob, explain like, how golf this is, is enti- this is entirely a joke because obviously they they did not put fans and there's really no way you can't rig golf truly. But I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, the NBA. Wait, why the why couldn't one. they put fans though? Well, big industrial fans. Yeah. Well, they, see, there's a little why thing called you know you probably hear out. them. What? Why you couldn't? Uh, no, they they put they add sound to it. The industrial the big fan companies add sound to it. I feel it's like global warming. on the other side of that <laughs> hole is another golf course that people can you can see through the woods. Uh, these are these are really good into the trees. Look, Jared it's, is it's, it's either big fans, <laughs> it's either big fans or global warming. So take your pick. Which which road do you want me to go down? I mean, it's probably Neither. global warming. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, so that's I didn't have a golf talk on the show, but uh, that does it for that. I love the with golf is that they list people from the United Kingdom by what like part of it they're from. Like Rory has the Northern Irish flag next to his name. Oh, so like well, what's uh, wrong with that? I guess the Kingdom. You're from England. Shut up. Okay. Not sure if it's necessarily a high horse issue. So let's go ahead 
and turn to pick them because that's uh, what we're going to close out the show with. Just an update on the standings. We're doing NFL pick them first. I'm upset because for some odd reason, Alex picked 12 out of 16 games correct. Woo! He's 12 and 4. Everybody else went 9 and 7. <laughs> and then I somehow ended up in Alex, last he, place. Why is Alex cackling like a witch in there? Probably because he is a well, witch. That's actually else. not me, Davis. That's just another prisoner here at Guantanamo. I swear. Oh, so now yeah. he admits he's. Now we got to retire that joke because Alex acknowledges now. Exactly. And those guys went Tennessee Titans mode and went nine and seven. <laughs> <sighs> so that is the current NFL pick'em standings as we get ready for this week. It should be a lot better this week because we actually know what's going on with each team instead yeah. of you know. Not knowing what's going on, nobody expected Washington to score twenty-seven unanswered points against the Eagles, but they did. And now we have a better understanding of what's going on. I mean, starting still with lose to the Cardinals by forty, but that's besides the point. Starting with tonight's game, uh, Browns Bengals. That game is in Cleveland. Uh, I know I, I sent you guys the the the, the pick them spreadsheet, so I'm just gonna go down that list uh, and and start from there. So, uh, can't remember I, who I picked already. I guess, uh, I'll start, uh, I'll start first. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bengals. Uh, I got to make sure that Joe Burrow gets his first win, uh, before the Browns get their win. So, that's I second my only that reason. pick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking the Bengals as well. Pick the Browns, uh, Jacob. You know you want I don't, to. I don't, I do. Not because I think they can win. I'm thinking. Because I'm gonna assume that I heard all of that. I heard Bengals. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack. I heard Bengals. I'm going with Bengals too. I even though I kind of want to pick the Browns, Bengals are gonna get it done. Uh, up next, Colts Vikings. The only reason why this game is even second on the list is because they're my ESPN favorite, and I get depressed every time I see it now. Uh, um, I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm picking. I'm picking the Vikings. I I I I don't trust the Colts right now. Neither do I. Vikings. Dalvin Cook gonna be too much. Yep. So we all pick the Vikings. Yeah, I guess it's unanimous. Yes. Here we, if we go. We all pick the same thing. We can either all go 0 and 16 or 16 and 0. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, everybody's favorite quarterback, Daniel Jones, taking on uh, Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. Money making Mitch. That's not a nickname. That is a nickname. Uh, not the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, the, the Bears have proved to me that they can win a game, which is a lot more than I re- think that Giants can accomplish right now. So I'll take the Bears. This is a very good point. I mean, the fact that – I mean, look, Saquon had how many rushing yards? Six? Seven. Seven? Oh, thank God. I was one off. Uh, I think if I mean they did against the Steelers I can't imagine the Bears are that much worse than the Steelers when it comes to defense if not on the same level that Giants offensive line is downright horrible uh so give me the Bears yeah it's also it's very slate in time Giants. Wow. Yeah. No, look, ma- make no mistake about it. I think Slade's going to put up big numbers when the Giants are, you know, getting crunch time right. uh, touchdowns. In, in reality, I, I think it's because Saquon Barkley. I mean, here, here he we go. Trash game Monday night. And I think he's going to bounce back. 
I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Mark your calendar. What's today? The 17th? Yes. Thursday, September 17th, 2020, at 10.03 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to say it. Darius Slayton will be a Pro Bowl selection this year. Okay. He'll have the numbers. I mean, Daniel Jones doesn't really throw to anybody else comparatively. Yeah, I mean, Sterling Shepard's the only other – Sterling Shepard and Ingram, I would say, are the only guys on that team that are yeah. – Competing be, for his targets. He'll be a and he's such a deep threat. And he'll certainly have the numbers, but I think if the Giants are really bad, it'll be it'll be tough for him to get in. Like you know, it'll be like. Well, no, I had to break Booker. a team, but they're not going to be good. No, if they're really okay. bad. They're going to be throwing a lot because they're going to be playing from behind. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, guys that are put up big numbers on bad teams, it's a bit more difficult for them to get in. I'm, I think he could put up great numbers. I just think if they're like two and fourteen, it so would be I'm, difficult. So what I'm hearing is Darius Slayton is Devin Booker. Yes, could be. I'm saying but, the situation would be similar. No, he is. Is what so I'm hearing. What you're saying is, in order for the Giants to do anything, they got to go into a bubble where they yes. win like six, seven straight, and just yes. call it a day. Yes, that's not going to happen. Or get Charles Barkley. Maybe they can get some going there. Up next is America's team versus America's disappointment. It's the Cowboys and the Falcons. This one's tough. This one's just Cowboys. Is it? I, tough? I think. Yeah. Good point. Cowboys, Cowboys lost a close one to the Rams, but yeah, Cowboys. I mean, the Falcons I mean, ran into a buzzsaw that was Seattle, and their offense played great. Cowboys lost a very winnable game by some some questionable coaching decisions with Mike McCarthy. I don't think he will repeat those um, on Sunday, and I think I think the the Falcons probably overperformed uh, against a relatively soft Seahawks secondary on Sunday. So That's a good point. That's I think I think the, I think the boys got this one unlocked. They're playing mad after the uh, Jalen Ramsey debacle, despite that not really being the reason they lost. I mean, uh, give credit to the Falcons. Even when they've been bad, their offense hasn't been terrible. The offense has still been productive. It's the other side of the ball that's been a problem. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is it? It's, it's just a matter of how many steps ahead Amari Cooper is going to be of the Falcons secondary, though. That's true. What is it that Jack yeah. said on Tuesday? He said he said the Falcons uh, lost in typical Falcons fashion, scoring a lot and losing by a lot, or throwing for a lot, I mean, but still. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it is their amount. U.S. Then, Open update. Oh. Brandon Wu just hit a cold shank. That's telling you, those fans. It, it looked like <laughs> a shot we would hit. <laughs> wait, what, wait, Jared, how about instead of fans – the, oh, this this time would be global warming. I'll go. I'll go with global warming. No, they took control Y'all. of the weather and they control the wind. Yeah, that's what I said. Global warming. Okay. No, this not is, global warming, but that the PGA take took control of the weather. They yeah. have a weather machine. No, that's what I said. Global warming. I'm now running with the. I'm now running with the thought that the PGA runs uh, a network that causes global. They warming. started the climate change. Yes. Oh my god. Using the secret weather satellites. Yeah. Where is the U.S. Open at? Where, where did they play at again? Wingfoot Golf Club in New York. They play at different uh, spots, if I'm not mistaken. They, oh, right? yeah, every year it's different. Uh, here we go. Uh, last week's – wait, what now? Tiger Woods says Wingfoot's hard to play at. Oh, I mean, it is. Uh, last week's most disappointing ending in the Lions versus uh, the Packers. Is that last week's most disappointing ending? I mean, for us, we thought it was funny because of who dropped it. But for Alliance fans and people with uh, Swift on their fancy teams, it was probably very disappointing. I'm sorry, who are the Lions playing? 
The Packers. Packers. So they're going to lose, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, Packers by 40. Okay, yeah. Packers. Uh, in a battle for the top of the AFC South, the Jaguars and the Titans square off <laughs> in Nashville. I'm thinking last week it was more about the Colts than it was the Jaguars. Yeah. I believe in Minshew. I believe in Minshew, but not that much. Titans by 20. This is this is a crazy one because it's the Jaguars who won a game against the Colts, who are a decent team, against the Titans who won a game against the Broncos, but not in a very convincing fashion. That's true, but remember, Gostowski missed, like, what, three field goals? He left nine points yeah, on the and board. Yeah, and he's still kicking for them. So what does that mean <laughs> for this game? I mean, um, that could just we'll be have, one bad game. He left ten points off the board when he missed an extra point, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot that he did that as well. So, I mean, again, they could have won, what, 27 to 13 instead of what they had? I you mean, know, remind me what happened the last time the Jags played in Nashville when Derrick Henry ended three-man lives on one play. <laughs> that is true. And Derrick Derek Henry probably is hungry because uh, he didn't he have. Wants to, he wants to give me points for my fantasy team, is what. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a, I guess as big as a game as yeah. he probably wanted. So he's probably uh ready to eat. You know, I'll go Titans. I'll go Titans as well. But like this Minshew mania thing, like it's a meme, but it's also kind of real because Minshew at random moments shows up and just plays out of his mind. So it could be, you know, you could do it again. I don't know if you will, but I'm still taking Titans. Uh, my default pick to be in the AFC Championship game: the Buffalo Bills playing the Miami Dolphins. Bills. 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 Josh Allen. I. Josh Overrated. Allen's the man. My. No, he's not. Josh Allen is the man, but the Dolphins are also terrible. I will say this is the this is uh uh the first week that Tua was not mentioned on the injury report, which means it's not gonna start. When, I, I know when, that. when they're when they're down twenty twenty eight, then he will be playing. Which means he should be fully healed from his surgery. And they're gonna play him against the best defense in the conference. That's a good plan. The, the catalyzing metric here of the Bills' defense and fifth section does not, does not lend, lend itself well to any kind of Dolphin success. I say that I say that we get to a by week five. I was going to say five. Boom. That seems about right. I don't know if we get to it this year. Depends I, on the state of my. I really think they're scared of using them and no breaking them. We can't compete this year. And yeah. I, I do want to say that uh, I think per Vegas odds, Adam Gase became the most likely coach to be fired first this season. So there's that going Good. for him. He, he's the Jets coach, Jared. Is he? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got fired from Miami. Well, yeah. that is true. Oh, is it Brian Flores is in Miami. Brian now. Flores is not going to get yeah. fired. I saw Jets yeah, next. That's probably why I thought of uh, Adam Gase. Adam Gase. What He's so bad. So, speaking of Adam Gates, 49ers, Jets. I mean, we're picking 49ers, right? Yeah, just skip it. I think we're all picking the Niners. Jacob, what did Tiger, what did Tiger Woods just do? He he was in the rough and hit one like 40 yards, 10 feet off the ground maybe. They forgot to turn if the that, fan off. It's yeah. Tough. Tiger going to Tiger. No. Don't give me that. Rams, Eagles. 
That game in Philly. Rams. Just the Rams? The Eagles Rumble? still don't have an offensive line. Is it possible Rumble for the Eagles to bounce back after is, last week? Is Jack Driscoll still starting? He's hurt. Oh, God. That's even worse. If Homeboy is going to get sacked eight times by the Washington football team, just imagine what Aaron Donald's going to do to them. Hey, <laughs> we have a good defensive front, somewhat. Maybe. You don't have Aaron but, Donald. No, Alex. we don't. And I was going to bring up that point because, like, you know. I thought the, I really thought I was gonna say, yeah, we don't have Aaron Donald. We yeah, Chase, yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna punch him through the monitor. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I, what I was gonna say is the Eagles are missing all their offensive linemen except for Jason Kelsey, their starting center, and even he got dominated last week by a bunch of rookies, including De- not rookie, but second year player Deron Payne. So yeah, Aaron Donald's gonna single handedly kill Carson Wentz, but Oh no. Right. Aaron Donald's gonna get in the backfield and just snap his leg. Like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Be like JJ Watt to Alex Smith. Now that's gonna be tough. Broncos Steelers. This game is in Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Same. Who are the Steelers playing? Broncos. Broncos. I think I'm picking the Broncos. Well, they didn't really think you had to think about that. I like the Broncos. All right. Here's a game that. At least three fifths of this group chat is ready for Panthers, Buccaneers. Woo! All right, here it is. I I need the takes. What's happening in this game? The Buccaneers are gonna win. <laughs> wow, well, that's correct. But Tom Brady will also throw two interceptions. That's true. Again, Jack. I, I know think... you want to. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. I think the Panthers are gonna win, and here's why. Um, I don't know. They're going to sack Tom Brady, maybe. That's, is, that's is, it. Is Joe that's Brady so going to figure out how to use Christian McCaffrey correctly? I hope so. I think I think, I think. think Joe Brady probably learned his lesson. Um, put the best player on the field. Uh, they, they made that mistake last year against these very same Buccaneers not giving the ball to uh, – Week two. Yeah, week two um, of that game. So I think they learned their lesson. I think if if the Panthers can control the ball, keep this keep the score relatively low scoring, and just let the Bucks do their Bucks thing, get in their own way, like they did on special teams last Sunday. I think the Panthers have a chance in this one. They they played a little ahead of themselves um, last Sunday, and I think if they can keep that success up they'll be able to maybe sneak one here and, and get the hot takes going about if Tom Brady's watched. I think, honestly, this may seem crazy, but uh, this may be the highest scoring game of the weekend. I feel like it can I mean, easily, I think it easily turn to a shootout. I mean, give possibly. give the Panthers credit with Teddy Bridgewater. They scored how many points? 30? Opening 30. weekend? I mean... I don't think a lot of against us expected the Raiders. that. No, not at all. Yeah, fair. Well, against the Raiders. I don't uh, even know who's on the Bucks defense. Jamel Dean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got that. Carlson Davis. Yeah, there's two Auburn they players. Have, they have essentially an Auburn uh, defensive backfield. They, they had a lot of Auburn players uh, for yeah. a while. Uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I think the Panthers will come up just short. The Panthers will lose in a fashion that will be soul-crushing for a lot of Panthers fans. I'll say that. Well, are we going to have another fourth and inches that it'll be a, it'll be a fourth the fullback? 
Fourth and goal, and he'll go out of bounds and not touch. Oh, we're gonna run Wildcat and run McCaffrey to the outside. Now here's a game that at least one of us is interested in: Washington yep. and Arizona. Yeah, this one is uh, this one's tough because the Cardinals really don't have an offensive line, but they also have probably one of the better scrambling quarterbacks in football. So that's a difficult. I speak the NFC champions. That's also that. I'm I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So it's all progression. He's he's trying to um, soften up the blow of when he picks Washington again. Yeah. No. No. no I'm not picking. First of all, pick Washington. I was right last. Alex, week. be loyal yeah. to your team, man. I mean, I am loyal, but I'm still picking the Cardinals. <laughs> as Davis just picked the Buccaneers, <laughs> and as you picked the Buccaneers as well. I didn't say to stay loyal. We're I giving mean, objective takes. To on be this fair, show. I think I think with, <laughs> with with Alex picking the Cardinals, we all picked against our teams this week. That says yeah. a lot. I mean, there's people saying that Washington's going to lose by 30. I think it'll be close because, again, I think their defense is very, very good. But I still think that they just are not going to be able to produce, and Kyler Murray's going to, you know, pull something out of a hat at the end of the game. So, And probably – I don't know if this will be technically the game of the week. The, 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 the last three games of kind of the night or kind of that late afternoon night are pretty good. Uh, first one up, Chiefs 49ers. They're not. They're playing the Chargers, Jared. Wait, did I get that wrong? Yes. Did I write that down incorrectly? Yes. Oh no. Is that is that on the Google Wait. form, Jared? Yes, it's on the Google form. It is on the Google. Oh yeah, I... the 49ers are playing the Jets, and we picked them the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are playing the Chargers, which, which is still an interesting game. But I think I forgot to take the 49ers off of this part right here. Yeah. Jared, super two. I'm messing up Google forms. That's that's true. That's, that's awkward. Well, oh, wait, did uh, everybody else just pick the Cardinals? Is that like the why nobody said anything? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, yeah I figured so. I just want to check. I figured so. Uh, so uh, this game, Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs. 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 Rod Taylor looked bad. Pat Mahomes is my starting quarterback, so he better do well. Uh, Ravens, Texans. Ravens. Texans got picked apart by the Chiefs. I mean, Andy Reid couldn't even see his play sheet, and they still scored 31 straight. <laughs> so yeah, As long as Deshaun yeah, Watson does good, I'm cool with the, the Ravens. The Texans yeah, yesterday, have, yeah. Go ahead. The Texans have the drop seeds. They're not going to be able to hold on to this one, I think. Yeah, yes, yesterday I said the Ravens were my Super Bowl team, so I'm going to stick with them. I mean, hey, they He's can make the loyal. Super Bowl going 15 and one. You know, they can they can lose a game here and there. That's true. Let's don't, not forget the nine and seven Giants. Don't talk to him about 15 and one Super Bowl teams, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, that didn't even cross my mind, but thanks, Jerry. I'm so I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness, I feel so bad. I mean, now. three. Apologize to the other three of us. He doesn't feel bad. <laughs> he made some yeah, jokes after it. Yeah, I don't feel bad at all. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a Super Bowl rematch. Patriots, Seahawks. This time, Cam is leading the charge. Cam's not getting it done this week. Seahawks. 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 Yes, no, it's Seahawks. That, that Patriots team did not look the same against Miami. Granted, it could they be look, because no preseason, but still. They look decent, but like they looked like they relied on, on Cam running ability a bit too much, which... You know, Miami was hapless out there trying to stop it, but the Seahawks have a better defense, are coached better, and of course have Russell Wilson to run the scout team against, essentially. So, it'll be fine. Uh, and finally, Saints-Raiders. 
Saints by a lot. Yeah. It's, the Raiders' defense is so bad that it, it's a – the Saints are without Michael Thomas, I believe, but I don't think that matters. Yeah. It didn't matter last week. I mean, yeah, the, the, the Panthers didn't even use Christian McCaffrey correctly, as you all said, and they still were able to score, what, 30 on the Raiders? So, Saints are going to drop 50. All right, and that pretty much does it for Pick'em. And I fixed the Google form just now. Well, I already made all my picks, so I hope it better will still work. Oh, it should. All right, let's quickly move on to uh, the college football landscape. College football, the current Pick'em standings, it's pretty close. Shout out to Jack. He's leading the charge right now at 6-4. and four. So, congratulations, yeah. Jack. I just I, uh, I picked UAB. Sad. Uh, I still remember last year where we pitted ourselves against the the Plainsmen, and I'm not gonna lie, you you kind of drug us down a little bit. So that's okay because Herb went ten and zero. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with the first game of the week. It is number nineteen Louisiana. And Georgia State. Go Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns? Yep. We're Is starting that game at Georgia State or Louisiana? It, it should be Georgia State. Yeah. On, on all these forms, the, the bottom team is it, just like how it was on ESPN, so they're the home team. So this game is in Georgia State. Or, Big uh, Georgia State. Or Upset. What, what are the old what Turner Field? That's what they Old play Turner Field. Yeah. Georgia State Stadium. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh here's a great opening uh weekend matchup. Baylor and Houston. Are you sure they're playing? Like, oh wait, yeah, it's just says that my, my thing says that their game against Memphis is postponed, but then they okay, that's my I think what what ended up happening was Memphis Houston postponed because of Memphis outbreak and Houston replaced it with Baylor. Okay. All right. So yeah, no, a lot of the things can be confusing because I I assume I messed up another Google form. Uh you did because Ooh. Baylor's actually the home team. Update on the Georgia State Stadium. It has a brand now. Center Park Stadium. Ew. Center Park. I don't know what that is. Lame Park. Sounds pretty boring. Baylor and Houston. Oh, it's a credit union. <laughs> Even more boring. Baylor and Houston. Uh... <laughs> Baylor does not have their this first game without their or with their new head coach. That's true. They are at home though. I've got Baylor. Houston was a mess last year. So who are we picking? Uh, no, I already I already said Baylor. Oh. Baylor. Yeah. Baylor. As long as they don't get up twenty eight to three, I'm picking Baylor. UCF number fourteen UCF and Georgia Tech. Ooh, I'll say Rackham Tech on this one. Really? UCF has McKenzie you, Milton back at quarterback, I think, after all he? of his injury problems. Is he back? I don't. I'm not I sure. I thought he returned. That. I thought he returned I'm, after all of his injuries. I mean, all I, I know is I know he's UCF, on the team. All I know is UCF had like eight to ten players opt out. Georgia Tech. They did. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you I heard it here he first. 
Rambling Wreck from Georgia Tech. I'll pick him. Davis. Uh, I think I'm. Uh, UCF uh, a one touchdown favorite, by the way. I'm really not actually, sure. Go ahead, Davis. What were you saying about McKenzie Milton? Uh, he's actually not playing. So never mind. I'm not picking. Okay, okay then Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. I chose UCF on the form, but I'm going Georgia Tech now. Is is he Fair. active at least? Is he like participating? In he's he's working his like way. That? He's working his way back. It's essentially the Alex Smith situation. If he's just working his way back, but he's still not ready to play. Just it's going to take him a long time. Maybe more like Bridgewater, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was their backup. It was their other quarterback that opted out. Backup quarterback that oh. Matt Junior. And he wasn't even that good. That's tough. Okay. Well, yeah. Tech number twenty-three, App State against Marshall. This one is difficult. Marshall. I'm going with App State. App State struggled last week. Marshall has the freshman quarterback that went off. I don't know. I think the nearest got this one. I'll take App State. Uh, I'll take Marshall. Why not? Wake Forest and NC State. Obviously, Wake Forest got embarrassed just, uh, last week versus Clemson. And NC State just looking to get the ball rolling. That's true. Wake didn't look terrible. How many points did they score? Clem- Six? Yeah. They, I mean, it was 37 to 13. Okay. They've been embarrassed much worse than that to Clemson. I mean, that that is true. I'll give them that. And they, I mean, they got practice, which most teams clearly don't have, citing the Navy game, of course. But I'm going NC State, by the way. So I went. Yeah, Jared. I'm gonna uh, wait. We'll go wake. Yeah, why not? I'm gonna go wake because I know I don't know a ton about NC State football this year. I do know I think they beat them like forty-four to ten last year. So ah, it's hard to get that kind of turnaround. It's a new year. All right, five more games, and we got five minutes to go. Boston College and Duke. 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 They they look decent against Notre Dame. Sure. I think Duke defense is going to prevail. So look for a low-scoring game there. Navy, the midshipmen, looking Tulane. for a... Tulane by a mile. All right. Troy in Middle Tennessee. Oh, my. What? Look, you start running out of games eventually, okay? Let's go Trojans. Hey, that's, a, that's an Alabama team. Come on. Yeah, no, Troy. Middle Tennessee lost to Army by 40. So, yeah. Army's good, but still. I thought Middleton. I thought that game would be decent in week Same. one. I was wrong. We could have an opportunity to have three to four ranked teams from the state of Alabama with UAB yeah. and Troy. Come on now, we got we got we, we to hype up the state. Why are we talking trash about the fun belt? Yeah, come on. That's what I'm, I'm not talking here. trash about the fun belt. I just I completely forgot that both teams had already played. I forgot that Middleton had played Army, so I was like, oh great, two teams I know nothing about. But now I have that for reference. Up next. Who I'm dubbing America's team, Texas State Texas and State. UL Monroe. Texas State has, <laughs> they, they, they awesome. play fun games, so I'm excited for Texas State. It's that fun belt swag they got. I'm going with Texas State because, like you said, America's team. America's team. Yeah. Davis. Texas State. And finally, the extra point game of the week. It is the only ranked versus ranked matchup. Number 17, the U of Miami, taking on number 18, Louisville, in an ACC clash. 
I'm going to go with Miami because I think Derek King's going to be really good for several weeks and then kind of just they're going to fall apart. Oh, so like to put Miami, Miami, the beginning of the season is going to be super good and then just crash and burn. Who did Louisville play last yeah. week? They played like Ar- Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky? Okay. I was about to say Arkansas State, but they played Kansas State. I mean, State. I don't know about y'all, but that Miami offense. I mean, with Rhett Lashley behind the wheel, it was looking very efficient. I mean, Alex, they every down time the you bring up that Rhett Lashley is offensive coordinator for Miami, you're acting like I should be like excited about that. I'm not. I mean, okay, the greatest Auburn team probably in the last seven years, he was the offensive coordinator. Whether or not you say Gus probably. was the man in charge, I mean, some people say the 2017 team because of the defense, but that's again, it's all up for debate. That's why I didn't want to, you know, say completely, but. I mean, he was the offensive coordinator. Sure, Gus was in charge, but, I mean, he was there, and once he left, the offense did kind of take a nosedive. He was the reason Nick Marshall improved his passing ability. Also that. And last week they had, what, 300 rushing yards or something like that? It was a ridiculous number. Yeah, Derek King balled out. I'll go Miami, but I'm not happy about it. They had 478 yards and 337 on the ground. Come on, man. Well, that is Always all the man. picks that we have on today's show. And we got done just in time for uh, Jacob and Jack to go to class. So thank you, both of you guys, for joining me on the show today. A lot of fun. Thanks for having us. So you guys have a wonderful day. Alex Davis, thank you for joining me on the program as well. It's always a lot of fun. And that does it for the week for us. So we'll be back on Monday for the show. Lightning Islanders tonight. Oh, yeah. We forgot about hockey. Don't forget it. The New Jersey Devils are the only team to ever come back from down 3-1 in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they won the Cup. So, look out for those Islanders. What is it? Game 6, Tampa Bay leads 3-2, correct? Yes, sir. Tonight at 7 p.m. So, make sure you root on the Islanders because we need a Game 7. We need Jokic on the ice. We need a Game 7. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. See you. All right. For Jacob Hillman, Jack Hart, and Davis Carroll, and Alex Houston, I'm Jared Dillon saying thank you for joining us at Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and WEGLFM.com.